Hey guys, it's Melissa here from MelissaOatman.com. Welcome to Awaken Your Inner Awesomeness, a daily podcast devoted to spirituality and self-help. If you're new, I want to welcome you. If you're returning, welcome back. So today I am covering a topic that was requested by a listener. I think that I have done this topic before, but I thought that I would go more in depth this time. And so I had a listener ask if I knew about Twin Flames and if I could create a topic or create an episode about Twin Flames. So I am going to do my best. I know just enough really to scratch the surface here, but I will do my best to make this as meaningful for you as I can. So I've talked about soulmates before, and soulmates are people that we've made an agreement with. We've signed a soul contract to come here and experience different things to help our souls learn and grow. And soulmates can be family members. They can be friends. Twin flames, on the other hand, and I should say soulmates can also be romantic partners, but there has long been a misconception that a soulmate is always romantic, and that's just not true. A twin flame, however, on the other hand, is always someone who is a romantic partner. A twin flame is like a soulmate relationship, except it's on a much deeper level. Now, some people will say that a twin flame is a soul that is split off into two, so you're basically sharing a soul. I don't believe that. That doesn't ring true to me. Um, I'm not an expert, though, but just in... I say take what resonates with you and leave what doesn't, and that just doesn't resonate with me. What I believe is, I believe it is a very deep soul connection, and I believe it's a connection where you experience many lifetimes together as romantic soulmates. And sometimes it's as spouses, and sometimes you don't, like you meet in that lifetime, but you don't end up together, and I'll explain why in a little bit but you're here to experience growth. It's like a relationship that just catapults growth because it's such a difficult and complicated relationship. It can be very rewarding, but there's a lot that you have to go through. You're basically balancing each other through healing. And so, of course, we know healing is often a very painful and difficult thing. So... There are a lot of, it's a very complicated subject because there are a lot of things that go into this dynamic of the twin flame. But the basic concept is that it's a very, very deep soul connection. And in the 3D, when we're here in the physical, you're not always together, but you're always together in the 5D, so on the spiritual plane. So that's why it's such a deep connection because often, even when twin flames are not together, They are communicating telepathically, and they are coming together in the 5D. So those of you who have heard my podcast on astral travel, the twin flames are usually traveling in the astral world to be together when they're not together in the 3D. They'll still meet and be together in the 5D. And the premise is that you're always connected. That separation is just an illusion with twin flames because you're always connected on the spiritual level. So that sounds complicated, right? (laughs) I know. It's super complicated, but I'm going to try to break this down a little bit more. Um, So sometimes a twin flame is also referred to as a mirror soul. 
And that's because you're often mirroring the same kinds of behavior in one another. So if you feel like all of a sudden, like your thoughts are very heavy and weighed down and you're thinking about very sad things, your twin flame is probably also thinking of the same kinds of things. You're that connected on that soul level. So (laughs) it can sometimes, I guess, manifest also in a very intense friendship, but it's usually, like I said, you're manifesting this relationship from lifetime to lifetime. So you've had many lifetimes together. You kind of feel like you're pulled together like a magnet. You have this attraction and you don't really understand why because it's more of a physical thing. Again, it's a soul level. So you don't understand like when you're not with this person, why you can't stop thinking about this person. That's not to confuse this because I will talk about this. Oftentimes twin flame relationships get confused with codependent relationships because they do carry a lot of the same similarities. But a codependent relationship, when you get out of that and you heal yourself from that, you're not going to still be attracted to that partner because you'll be like, oh, yeah, I don't want to be in that situation again where I felt stuck. And that's not the same thing as a twin flame encounter. So the relationships of twin flames are naturally very intense and you come together just kind of like what I said with the soulmates where you come together to show each other your flaws, like this is what you need to fix and it's to help you heal, it's to help you heal your shadow side. It can be extremely turbulent and tumultuous in the beginning but if you can actually heal those things within you that you need to heal and I have to be honest most of the time twin flames have to separate in order to do this so a lot of them go through separations to heal what they need to heal it's like oftentimes these relationships actually trigger your spiritual awakening or it puts you on a path to a new purpose. Like, you know, I was unhappy with my career and then I met this person and then I realized I wasn't happy in my life and we split up. And so then I went back to school and I did this. So they will often trigger an entire change of direction in your life. And for most people, it's like a spiritual awakening. And what that does is it allows you to see all of your dark sides, the shadow sides, which is you going through the dark night of the soul. It's allowing you to do that so that you can heal yourself. And often what we're healing are those inner childhood woundings. You may have different attachment styles. So one may have like an anxious attachment style and one may have like an anxious avoidant attachment style. And what that does is like, it kind of puts you in this runner-chaser situation. And I'll explain that a little bit more. But you might be a person who your parents, maybe they gave you love, but then they weren't always around. And a lot of kids who come from divorced homes feel this because both parents had to work. And so we're, you know, we were termed latchkey kid. 
and we had other people taking care of us. And so that kind of created an anxious attachment style because we just didn't know our parents coming back or what was happening or whatever. You have that abandonment issue going on if like you had a parent who left. And so that creates a lot of codependent type behaviors, but it's especially bad with a twin flame because you're you're relying on that other person to make you feel whole and to make you feel loved when really you should be doing that yourself. So what often happens is we get in this relationship and it's like you're clingy and needy because you're expecting this other person to fulfill everything you want and need. Like you're putting that on this other person when it's really your own, your own uh, responsibility to do that. And so then what happens with the other person is the other person has this attachment style that's like when emotions get too intense, they run, they want to like back away. So if you have a fight, they just might not talk to you for like a couple of days. And if you're in the anxious style, you're like, oh my gosh, we're breaking up. He's with somebody else or she's with somebody else. And you get really like in your head. And so it just creates this perfect storm for this really intense relationship. And what happens is we need to go and learn how to heal the part of us that's dependent on that other person for our emotions or heal the part of us that wants to run when we feel things too intensely. Like if we weren't shown a lot of love and like maybe your parents just didn't say I love you or didn't hug you a lot, that creates that like avoidant attachment style. So when they find someone who smothers them with emotion and love because that's your personality, it makes that person want to run because it gets too intense and they don't want to deal with their emotions and it makes them scared. So one person has to learn how to balance their being giving too much because you can overgive too. So giving too much and the other person has to balance not giving enough and also not running when the emotions get too intense. And just on the basis of the way that a twin flame relationship works, that you're connected so deeply, it makes sense that one person wants to run. So we usually have like a runner chaser dynamic where one person runs from the relationship and the other's trying to chase it. And so you have to kind of take a break. If people are chasing that relationship, I would tell you to stop. Okay, that does not ever going to work. So stop and ask yourself, why are you chasing this? Like, what are you trying to get? What are you missing? Because usually we have to fill that within ourselves. And usually both of us in that relationship have to work on self-love. And when you work on your own self and work on the self-love, you can end up coming back together again and creating a, a really balanced and amazing relationship, but it takes work. And like I said, it's often very tumultuous in the beginning. The problem with this though is that we have free will and we have signed up and to come here and experience this intense relationship. And the, the very main purpose of this relationship is to teach you how to learn to love yourself. And we sign up to come into families that are very much dysfunctional because that teaches us like we don't know how to love ourselves, right? It teaches us all kinds of healthy things. And then it's our responsibility then to learn how to love ourselves. And then you can learn to love other people in doing that. 
So here are some common twin flame symptoms, I will say, some some signs. So one big sign is you intuitively know what the other person is doing, feeling, or thinking about. And in the beginning, this can cause a lot of issues too, because the person in your relationship will not like the fact that you know what they're thinking. That freaks them out, especially if they're that runner, you know, if they have the avoidant or dismissive kind of attachment style. If you say like, I know you're you're feeling bad even when you don't say anything, that is too intense and it freaks them out and they will run because their parenting style that they got is one that they kind of, I don't want to say this in a bad way, it doesn't mean they had bad parents, but their parenting style was kind of like, I'm not going to coddle you, you need to figure this out for yourself. So when you have someone who does then coddle them, it's, it's very it's they crave it but also run from it at the same time which is so weird but that's really how it is you may share a lot of the same interest so same kind of books same foods you often have the same thoughts or emotions at the same time even if you're in different places so that's that mirroring thing going on you have a strong physical pull you have the same dreams at night or you may often dream about each other And you feel like you can easily communicate with them without even speaking out loud. So sometimes even just looking at them, you know exactly what they're thinking. And that's that telepathic communication. You understand the complex or hidden parts of each other. So that can be frustrating, like I said, because most people, we want to hide ourselves. We don't want everybody to know every little detail about ourselves. And so this kind of relationship can be extremely uncomfortable because you're putting yourself out there and that's not always something that people want. You might share some of the same vulnerabilities and weaknesses. So usually you will see your own faults and things you don't like about yourself in that other person and it kind of amplifies, it triggers you. That's what I'll say. It triggers you. It amplifies that. You feel like it's safe to be your authentic self around this person and maybe you don't for other people. So there are seven stages in the twin flame journey, and it is a journey. And I have to be honest, twin flames don't always end up together in this lifetime because we all have free will and you have to do the work and heal yourself. So if you're with somebody who isn't willing to do the work and they just aren't awakening and they don't want to open themselves up, then you know, the important thing is don't wait around for somebody, okay? You can hold space for someone in your heart and still move forward. And it could be that you meet somebody else and you just don't even want to deal with this relationship. We all have free will. You don't have to adhere to this contract if the other person isn't doing their part. So I will say that. I would never, ever say, yeah, wait around on somebody. No, don't do that. Okay, so the stage number one in the twin flame journey is the search. And this is a strong sense of yearning an awareness that something's lacking in your life. Even if you've never really thought about the whole like soulmate thing before, you really believe that there has to be somebody perfect out there for you. And you're, it's like a internal thing that you're just like searching for the perfect person. 
Stage two is the awakening. And so this is when you've encountered your twin flame, you physically meet, and the awareness of your compatibility hits you. And it feels like it was a chance encounter or there are a lot of little coincidences that you actually were able to meet. And sometimes you're not together for very long. You can only, or a lot of people, they're only together for like a few months and it's very intense and then they break up because you have to go and heal yourself. And the incredible thing is a lot of twin flames, the breakup, it's like the universe causes it. I know that sounds weird, but like it, it's like a perfect storm bruise in order to cause this breakup. Like you would never break up with this person, but then it's like all these weird things happen and you're like, what the heck? You know, we should have been able to work this out, but we broke up. And it's because it's like the universe causing the tower, pulling the rug out from under your feet saying, okay, but you need to, you need to go heal now. But you're not going to do it if you're still in that relationship. The third stage is the test. The test stage is really defined by you trying to understand what your relationship is with this other person. It's establishing boundaries, testing limitations, and moving past the blissful stage because once you're past that honeymoon phase, it's crucial if you want this to be a long-term relationship for you to really negotiate things and really set healthy boundaries. And this is like the, this can, is part of that whole like getting ready to break up stage if you don't start to do the healing. And again, you've got to do that healing in order for this relationship to work. And most of the time, most people can't stay together to do the healing. It's just too intense. Then you have the crisis, which is stage four. There's a crisis stage. It's often unpleasant. um, And it involves significant anxiety and worries about your bond with your twin flame. It can be a betrayal. A lot of times betrayal happens in these relationships. Again, it's like the tower moment. And people will even say afterwards, like, I don't know why I did that. Like, I, that wasn't what I wanted to do. Or why did that happen? And it, it's really, it's like a dance. It's divinely orchestrated. It happens for a reason because this is the thing that puts pressure on your relationship and causes you to say, okay, this isn't working. We need to heal. And many times that's, okay, we break up. And then you're like, man, why, why can I not do relationships? What is wrong with me? And then you start going internally and you look within And you ask yourself, okay, why does this keep happening? And that is where the work really begins because that's the point of a twin flame relationship is to cause you to look within and to heal the pain inside of you, the pain that was already there from childhood or from a, it doesn't even have to be childhood. It could just be that you had a really bad traumatic relationship and that's what caused all of the fear and all of the heartbreak and everything inside of you. But usually... You have to do that inner healing work. And oftentimes, there's a lot of heart chakra opening work that needs to be done as well. So you need to heal the heart chakra and open your heart chakra. Then stage five is the runner chaser stage. So what happens is you break up, somebody runs, the other person chases, and then sometimes it can even 
switch up like one person ran and the other chased and then the other one comes back and then the other one runs it just it's it's all part of the process and it can be very frustrating but what you're trying to do is strengthen that bond but it can only happen when both when the runner stops trying to run and the chaser stops trying to chase so everyone basically has to surrender control you have to learn to surrender the outcome. You have to disconnect yourself from the relationship, basically. You have to let it all go. That's why they say to detach, and that's a hard thing to do. You can hold space in your heart, but you need to detach and also cleanse the negative energies from that relationship and start working on yourself. And that is the surrender stage when you give up the need to control. That's stage six. And you realize you, you know, you can't escape destiny. So you need need to release your past anxieties and worries and start living in the moment and get in the flow and allow the universe to lead you where you need to go. It's only possible to progress through this stage, though, if you're working on the issues that led to the crisis. So If there was, for example, you being codependent and you were being too um, needy and too clingy and giving too much, it's you figuring out why you do that. So maybe it's you looking up what an anxious attachment style is and how you can work through that. Or if you're the other person and you're running, it's you looking at why does this deep connection really bother me? Why is it pushing me to run? Why am I afraid of these intense emotions? What in me is causing that? And also possibly looking at that avoidant attachment style and looking at how how can we work together? If I know I have this style, this person has this style, how do we balance that? That's really what it's all about. But sometimes, and a lot of times, you have to work on this balancing act without that person because you're not in their life. And I mean, really, I say this again, a separation is just an illusion. You are together in the 5D and a lot of the work is going on in the 5D as well, but you have to learn how to balance this within yourself. And then when you come back together, then it's the working together, but you have to do this work for yourself first. The final stage is the reunion, reconciliation, and the joining. So when you move into this reunion stage, you'll feel a sense of relief that balance is being restored. But this can take a while. I don't want anyone to feel discouraged if you feel like you're on a twin flame journey. You can be in separation for a long time. It can last a long time. And what really determines how long that'll be is you're working on yourself. Because if you don't do the work, it's not going to happen. So you've got to do the work in order to balance the relationship because that's what you signed up to do. You signed up to work on yourself, to look within and to heal yourself. And so your partner did the same thing. Now we cannot make them do the work, but you can hold space and you can send loving healing energy to them. However, when I say that, it not it cannot be in a manipulative way. In other words, I'm going to heal you because I want to get my way and I want you to come back to me. Cannot do that. It's not going to work. You cannot infringe on someone else's free will. Just like you cannot do these spells. So all these people who are out there like offering black magic and to do spells to get you guys back together, 
don't do that. Stay away from that, okay? Because you cannot affect someone's free will. And if you do it with magic, it might last for a little bit. It's going to blow up in your face. Don't do that. You've got to allow the work to happen naturally. And part of the, the biggest obstacle that we face in this life is our patience because most of us don't have enough. We're like, I want it yesterday. I wanted it yesterday. I wanted it my way. We're like Burger King. You said I could have it my way. I wanted it my way. I didn't get it my way. You've got to learn to let go of that control. You have got to learn to just relax and know that the universe is working things out. And if you feel like this journey is too much and you don't want to be on it, that is your choice as well. And it's perfectly okay. You've got to do what works for you. But I would say, are you doing the work on yourself? Because if you're feeling that it's not happening fast enough, this isn't right. Maybe there's still work you need to do on yourself. Because if you're feeling impatient and like you just can't be alone, that says something too. Like maybe there's more work to do. And I would go within. Journaling helps. Doing meditations help. There are a lot of really great resources on YouTube for twin flames and helping with twin flames. Now, I have seen people though that are out there like, oh yes, twin flames and I don't resonate with their stuff. You've got to pick, you know, things that resonate. And it's not always the happy sunshine people who are like, this is going to be amazing and it's going to work. You know, it's pick the people who are going to be honest with you. This is a tough journey. It sucks a lot. And the times when you're doing the work, when you get to the end, I think it'll be worth it. But that journey, the process is not easy. But you guys not only signed up to come here to heal yourselves, but you're also here for a higher purpose. Most twin flames come here to work together to raise the vibration of the collective. So you may end up like writing a book together or building a business together or whatever. There's usually that component there too. So it's for a higher purpose. And I would say patience is key. Do the work on yourself and let go. Let go of outcomes, any expectations. Even like if you find yourself constantly thinking about them, try to think about something else too. Like send a little love their way and then think about something else because that will drive you insane and crazy. Um, do what you need to do to work on yourself and to get through this. But you can get through it. And even if it doesn't work out in this lifetime, you're not going to be without a partner. The universe will send you someone. Okay, there is someone for you in this lifetime that will make you happy. And if you do the work, you will be rewarded. The universe will reward you. So just be patient and have faith, which I know is something that I always have to work on for myself as well. So I'm right there with you. All right, guys. Well, I wanted to pull a card for you today. So I pulled a card from Colette Baron reeds deck. It's the Wisdom of the Oracle. And it's TikTok. came out in reverse. The essential meaning is divine timing, immeasurable time. And I feel like this is pretty perfect for what we were talking about today. But the message is, have you been feeling as if the clock is ticking and been getting a little nervous that your dreams are taking too long to manifest? There's nothing to fear. You will never run out of time for the important things. The miracles that are yours and yours alone can't be missed. Isn't that amazing? You're in such good hands with guides and angels hovering in the invisible spaces, ensuring that your journey will be filled with all sorts of goodies. Let your anxiety be gently dispelled by your faith. Spirit will never deny you your highest good. 
All is yours in divine appropriate timing. You can relax. I love that. See, that's a message for all of us out there. All right. Whatever we want, it's coming. Just be patient. Let go of the need to control and it will be yours in divine timing. And listen, I keep saying this, but I keep getting this message from spirit. If you feel fearful, anxious, worried about something, just say to yourself, all right, universe, I know I'm out of alignment with this thing. Please help me. Show me how to get back into alignment. And honestly, Most of the time, the thing that gets you back into alignment is to stop worrying about it. As simple and stupid as that sounds like, oh yeah, like that's really going to work. No, it does. You're worrying too much about it and the universe is saying, let it go. Just let it go. I have that frozen song running through my head. Let it go. But that is what we need to do. Let go of the need to control and have faith that is unwavering, knowing that the universe is always bringing you what's meant to be yours in divine timing. So just let go and let God and relax and know that your creator loves you and will never deprive you of what is yours. So smile and laugh and have a great day knowing that blessings are coming to you and this will all work out in the end. There's no need to worry ever. There's no need to worry. You are in his hands and being taken care of. I love, 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 love that message for you. And I know that it was divinely given. So accept that as your message today. And I want to thank you guys so much for being here with me and for being with me on my journey here. I love doing this podcast and I love being here with you guys. It's amazing and I'm so appreciative. If you guys like this podcast, please subscribe please leave me a review from wherever you're listening. Leave me some stars on iTunes. That helps others to find me and share it with others. Thank you so much for those of you who do that. I really appreciate all of you more than you know. I am sending you guys so much love. Don't forget to follow me on social media. I go live Mondays at 6.30 Central on Facebook where I do a free card reading. If you show up for the live, I will pick a card for you too. And they have been spot on lately. Also, don't forget to watch Instagram. I post videos to IGTV all the time, and I post meditations and tappings to YouTube, so go check out my YouTube channel and subscribe once you go there too. I hope that you guys have a beautiful day. If you want to work with me, go to my website, melissaoatman.com. There you can book a session with me. Well, you can pay for it there, but you'll have to contact me to book it because I want to make sure you get the best time available for you. And all of my sessions are done online through Zoom. So you never need to leave the comfort of your home. All right, guys, I love you so much. I am sending you love and light. Have a beautiful day from wherever you're listening. And I will talk to you soon. Bye, guys.